0: Zane, I would love if I could give you an interview via voice messages. I've recently discovered that voice messages can be like a game of chess, where we can go back and forth uh, asynchronously. Whenever you want to do it, you can come in and reply. Uh, But I would love to start asking you questions about your unique perspective at the school that you're at, in the job that you're in, in the career field that you're looking into, and your specific podcasting that you're doing with The Upstarts. Let me know if you're interested. I'll shoot you a text as well. Because if you're interested, I'll start sending you messages on a regular basis. That way, we can include more of the Zane Raza experience on the Voice First podcast.
1: Pat, I think that's a great idea. And this week is perfect because I'm off of school. So, for anyone who doesn't know me yet, my name is Zane Raza. I run the Upsides podcast. But the reason what dragged me into voice is I'm obsessed with momentum versus resistance. Can I build something that's not just technology, that's not just going to automate people out of their work or their human connections? I wanted to go talk to people, to help out senior citizens, to help them understand what opportunities are out there because that's what we're all chasing here. I believe as technologists, it's this opportunity and especially at Patrick, I believe you're gonna do something big with voice. So for anyone else who's out there, I'm not an expert in technology, but we can build value together by just watching each other's journeys. So with that, I'm open to talking.
0: (laughs) Yes, the documentation of each of our experiences on this journey of voice is incredibly important because these are the narratives that write the history of voice. However, Zane got involved, which is my first question. However, Zane got involved is how the first people got involved with voice. We are the mass population that is shaping how future got voice got started. We are the start of voice. So us documenting this experience, we don't have to be experts. We just have to document the experience of how we are using, interacting, and learning from this technology. So Zane, when did you first get into using a voice device? What was your first experience using a voice speaker. Love to hear about that.
1: Pat, I think you have an interesting first question because the truth is, there is no one moment where it got started. I've been looking into technology ever since I was 15 years old. So it's been a process, right? I got out of medicine. My mom was a doctor. She wanted me to go the same route. I finally discovered that, hey, this is not my path. It's immensely boring. No knocks against anyone who wants to do it. But I got into Gary Vee's stuff, and I realized, hey look, ideas are nothing, execution is the game, so we start the Upstarts podcast, because voice, less friction, less investment for content means, less than video, but easier to consume, that is. And so then, we start the Upstarts podcast, it was really just me in my basement to start with, and then from there, I had no idea how it would really go from there, but then, it just fell into my lap. I never really had my sights set on making a skill to begin with. I started the Upstarts podcast when I got into voice because that was where I succeeded at UMass, was making content, was resonating with people, and was not only using technology for its own uh, production, just for engineering for the sake of it, but you know how do we use it to impact people? But I was lucky enough, once we started team Tech Support, I've never used the voice device. Let's get that out of the way. I never had my own initial reaction to Alexa. I had a client who called me, and it was she was my first ever client who actually called me. I didn't have to go to her. It was amazing, and she was one of my first cases, and it was, how do I set up my Google Home? And from there, it was my first interaction. But even then, I had no idea that this is... I had to make my a skill of my own. So for people trying to follow along with the timeline, I start with the Upside Podcast in January of this year, knowing that voice is just going to be the opportunity. But I had no intention to make my own skill. In August, I start innovating upon the teen tech support model, trying to get appointments out to people whenever they need us. And actually come showing up, because that was one of the problems with the last founders, they wouldn't even show up, and they, they didn't have the work ethic. Uh, but then, what really changed for me was in September, I decided to do this as a science fair project. So it became a part of my daily school routine. It didn't have to mean I was taking time away from you know, studying. And so, and all as well, Amazon came out with their Alexa guy. So really, it came to me, really. I got lucky to, that, to get started with this skill. And so that's how it began.
0: So the first question targeted your consumption of the platform as a regular mainstream consumer. My second question is your growth using the platform. So how have you started growing and learning from voice since you started? Did you discover any skills or actions that you really liked, or any features or Easter eggs that really help you out? How has your experience and interactions with voice devices changed since you first got it?
1: You know, Pat, I think I'm gonna have to disappoint you again. Just to tell you the truth, I've, I really haven't spent that much time using voice devices. What my skill has been predicated on is my interactions with clients, and. You know, with Evelyn, who is I've been the topic of many podcast episodes to this point, she loves using her voice device. She's a I think at least eighty year old woman. These people love using the voice device. They just get immensely confused with it. So it's just feeling the questions that they get and then adding to the intents and then adding to the types of things that Alexa, my skill will point out, the types of facts, the type of tips that they will give out and You know, that actually comes with one of our weirdest challenges, but I think it's also one of our greatest strengths. And that actually goes back to our last the question I asked about how do I really tail that experience. But we can get more into that later as we develop the skill.
0: So we've talked about the consumption, we've talked about growth since you started consuming. And then the final question I want to ask for our first interview is gonna be how you've shifted in towards that production, producer, giving back to the community. You were talking a little bit about your tech, um, your tech center or tech desk skill to be able to allow people to get answers to the questions that they need using voice devices. Can you talk a little bit more about that product, whether it's been built out, any challenges that you've faced, any discoveries that you've made along the way in developing for voice? Because on the production side, you learn so much of different and unique information than when you're a consumer. Producing you see how the developers interact you see how the different pieces the gears all work together to make a voice device What have you learned through that experience of becoming a producer of voice technologies?
1: Pat what I've learned in developing this skill is that Most of my success and I'm not sure if this is going to apply as much to anyone else but for myself it has 90% of it has nothing to do with the part the product nothing to do with the product because our market I'm very local okay I have very little competition my problem is that senior citizens I'm trying to teach them on social media so by nature they're not on social media therefore the biggest task is saying them to the skill in the first place it's marketing right I've had very little growth and it's been very disappointing because I just can't get my skill in front of enough people to then start you know iterating from the feedback it's all read and react now and it's been very weak because of that so one of my biggest expansions for 2019 is going to be that marketing my really our saving grace is that I have really low cost so I can take just the money from just the anchor sponsorship revenue I get I I'm sure you can attest it. it's not that much but listener donations, stuff I get from flipping stuff on eBay, put it into Facebook ads that the kids of my senior citizens, my potential clients will see, spread that to them, and then that way we'll have those clients. And then we'll have the user data generated to you know, get that feedback, start building out the skill, and more importantly, show them that we have a better brand than the other tech support skills out there. Because we stand for their local success. We stand for, you know, something that wants in 2019 is our marketing campaign, preventing ageism by empowering people, preventing upfront value with tech training. That's where the expansion is in 2019.